That was great. Yeah, just what the, part? this bass trombone, like the echo off of the stage, ancient it's church. It's the echo of yeah. the ancient church speaking from within a catacomb. Yeah. You know, somewhere off in the distance, down underground, we hear this echo of the piety of uh, of the worship of the of the early church in hiding that way down there in the depths of the catacombs. Right. It's it's really kind of a, a spine tingling moment. Yeah. You ready for this? We're going to Rockford. Rockford. Classical, Classical Encounters. Classical Encounters? Oh, <laughs> Classical Rebellion. Rebellion. My God! No, 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 seriously. Classical Encounter, Classic Encounters was the, the was a, a classical music store here in San Diego, ah, California. Okay, uh, which was run by a guy named Rick. I remember him very well. Rick. Um, I had a, a just. It's part of that whole retail experience that's gone now. The social oh, interaction yeah. of buying right. music, and it's much missed. Yeah. Anyway. But the ode, rebellion, ode to, ode to classical the encounters. The rebellion will live forever. The rebellion goes on. The rebellion goes on. We, uh, we are rebelling. We need your help. Week by week. Press the subscribe, subscribe. button and the like thing. Do the thumb. Just do a like. It's easy. Right. Even what, if you not, don't like it. What's not you to like, like about classical, classical music? If you like classical music, click it because it's yeah, it's what we're doing, it's man. It's so easy. All you gotta do is press that button. Just press it. Even even if you don't mean it, press it. Yeah. Even if you yeah, so. just pretend you made a mistake. Like, oh shoot! I, I can't unlike now. That would be you know. So we're going so to Rockford. Had, yeah, Rockford. The, this but, this episode is called the Rockford Files. Rockford Files. That's your date and yourself. Da, dee, da, yeah. dee, dee, da, da. Well, that's why I wore my jacket tonight. I want to be very James Garner. <laughs> you're you're doing quite well with it. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm going for something else. Whatever. <laughs> you're Noah. You're, you're you're my Noah Beery sidekick. Yeah. No, I don't know the show. <laughs> I know my mom liked it. Never mind. <laughs> but we're going to Rockford, and we're uh, going to Rockford for what? For Amy Beach, first of all. It's what's Amy Beach. They're, they're, it's a little bit of a, something I haven't seen that often before, but they're doing the concluding movement of Amy Beach's Gaelic Symphony as their opening piece of the concert. And that is, um, there's a parallel there that in my mind. Uh, sometimes... Uh, orchestras will, or or instrumentalists will play the last movement of a really exciting piece. There's a piece called the Concerto Gregoriano okay. uh, by Pietro Jan, who was the organist of um, of St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York back in the 1920s and 30s. Okay, and he wrote a, a concerto for orchestra and organ. Uh, the last movement called the Concerto Gregoriano. It was premiered by Stokowski and the Philadelphia Orchestra in the Wanamaker department store with that massive organ. Huh. And because he was quite a virtuosic organist, um, he wrote Gesù Bambino, famous Christmas waltz. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But the oh, concerto yes. has fallen into dis disuse. But organists will frequently play the last movement of that piece as a showpiece. Sure. So, yeah. Amy Beach gets a show. Yeah. I guess her, you know, the last movement is, is considered a showpiece. It, we, I listened to it. You know, I, I, I'm an Amy Beach fan. I love her. It's her very impressive. Music. Yeah, it's I love her piano concerto. Not a huge fan of her songs, but that's just me. A lot, a lot of people love them. Um, I should say I'm not a huge fan of singing her songs. I like, I like to listen to them, but they're, it's a chore to sing. Well, her, the symphony is, I mean, I don't know what more you want out of a symphony. Yeah. It's thorough. I'll it's say vigorous. This. Yeah, I'll say this. I like this better than another Berlioz overture in its place. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Like Absolutely. we don't need Corsair much more again. interesting. Yeah, we don't or need Roman Carnival. Yeah, uh, I mean the the yeah. yeah yeah the Roman. Well, we've heard it. I mean, it. It'll appear somewhere else on the season. You know. Yeah, yeah. But that that's a, that's actually a very creative opening for a concert. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Along with the Tchaikovsky uh, Capriccio Italien and what Shostakovich else? Shostakovich Cello Concerto, which I'm not that familiar with. No, I can't say that I yeah, am so either. So we won't talk about it. I love Shostakovich, though. But the By last piece on the program. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> I have a Google alert. For Pines of Rome by Respighi. Because if it's within 200 miles, I'm going. Sorry, Northern Rockford Symphony Orchestra is in Northern of, Illinois. It's a little far from us here. A little far. But, but someday. If you want us there for a media event, we can come. If enough people subscribe. Come, but, <laughs> if enough people for, subscribe. That's right. We'll I be going. Have, I would have flown to Chicago and taken whatever means to get to Rockford. I, I would very much like to hear that first movement, the last movement of the Amy Beach Gaelic Symphony live. I'd really like to hear that. I, I, yeah, sure, but uh, I, I want to hear the Pines of Rome live again. It's unbelievable. It's a dynamite piece of music. <laughs> it's virtuosic and imaginative in every single yeah. way. I mean, oh my gosh. Respighi was such a master of or orchestration. And I don't, have we covered the Pines before? We haven't. Okay, well, I've got uh, a, We talked about, I talked about it in an episode a long time I've ago. I've got a fair bit to say about it. So go for uh, it. When I went back to San Diego State, um, Joe, Dr. Joseph Waters, who is a, uh, a graduate of Yale and also did uh, postgraduate studies in Stockholm. Well, when he was in Stockholm, his professors were telling him that, that this was, I guess, would have been probably in the early 1980s, I imagine. Okay. I'm not trying to date you, Joe, but I mean, sure. I, I think the but the that his professors were telling him there that they should not be listening to the music of Respighi. Respighi was decadent. Respighi was a fascist. He's socially deconstructive. He's a minor master and unworthy of being listened to. Wow. That's what he got in Stockholm. And he, you know, I mean, he said, you know, that is clearly bullshit. <laughs> okay. You, know, you can beep that yeah. out if you want to. But mm. I mean, that's what that is. Right. Because Respighi was a major master. Yeah. He wrote so much music of such high quality, and the Pines, the Pines of Rome, is is a, a is a, a modern piece of music. In fact, it's almost the beginning of modern music because it is the first instance of a mixed media yeah, presentation of, uh, of of classical music in the symphonic yeah. concert hall. The recording of the Nightingale. In the, in, in the Pines of the Janiculum yeah. was, was, I believe it's the Pines of the Janiculum, was, was recorded on a 78 record and broadcast through the enlarged bell of a gramophone horn. That's the first time. It caused a scandal. People <laughs> didn't know what to do with it. You know, this idea. Right. Um, why didn't you just write it for a piccolo? No, we want a real bird sound. Right. And they got it. And I've always wondered, you know, I think, remember the, the book on longitude, you know, and um, uh, various like books on technical achievement, this little oh, Dana Sobel okay. wrote. And I want to write a book someday called Respighi's Nightingale. What happened to the record? Ah, Does the original, it still exist? The original record. Is yeah. it in the files of the La Scala Orchestra or whoever premiered it? You know, right. I mean, where is it? Is it in? Does the Respighi family still have it? What would it sound like to us today? You know where it probably is, somewhere in northern Illinois, in the <laughs> basement of someone whose grandfather was in the Italian campaign in yeah, well, that's, in World War II. That's, that's my that's guess. That's very possible. Yeah. But I, I would really like to track down that recording and find out what. Because what he started with using recordings and mixing media was visionary. Hmm. 
yeah. visionary. The only other aspect thing you can say about that is either the use of fireworks with classical music like Handel, or yeah. or the, the canon. Um, there, there were some instances of people rigging up organs to project color when you played certain certain chords, right? I mean, and ah, okay. and I think Scriabin wrote m music that was meant to be <laughs> have color projected. Scriabin wrote music which was supposed to end the world. Apparently. Well, yes, quite yeah. so. But but we can certainly say for sure that Respighi wrote music that changed it. Oh, I, it changed the world. Look, if you want to feel like you're winning, just go listen, sit and listen to the Pines of Rome. You don't even have to break a sweat. And you, when the the pines of the Appian Way and the ghosts of the oh Roman Legion march by, oh my gosh, it is so, it just keeps rolling. Like you think it's going to come to a, a kind of a cadence or conclusion. No, no, it just keeps moving forward. And then there's going to be offstage brass somewhere in the house, horns, four or six of them, I can't remember. Oh my and gosh, it, it's, it's just thunderous. So it's thunderous. It's thrilling. And also, you know, I, I have a special, um, a special liking for the pines at a catacomb because uh, the um, uh, deep offstage, a, a, a bass trombone, or, or, a, or a, I believe it's a bass trombone, plays. Uh, a, a Gregorian Kyrie, mm. which happens at Clemens Pater, which happens to be one of my favorites from the, it, it's one of the auxiliary, you know, uh, Kyrie ad libs from the Liber Usualis. And, uh, and he plays that theme off stage as if there's the voice of this dusty, mm. crusty old ancient Pope, you know, in, ah, in the catacomb, right. you know, an echo of, of, yeah, of the early yeah. church. And yeah. It's just stunning. That is good. Say that again. That was great. It's just what the, this bass trombone, like the echo off of the stage, ancient it's church. It's the echo of it, the ancient church speaking from within a catacomb. Yeah. Somewhere off in the distance, down underground, we hear this echo of the piety of the, uh, of the worship of the of the early church in hiding that way down there in the depths of the catacombs. Right. It's it's really kind of a, a spine tingling moment. Yeah, it's such a simple thing, but it's hmm. it's used to such great effect. Yeah, Pines of Rome, go. You gotta go. And, All right. Hashtag. Rockford Mayor Tom, Tom McNamara. McNamara. Come on, you can do it. We believe here at the Classical Rebellion that the civic leaders should be our cultural leaders. And it's an easy thing to do. And they should be seen supporting their cultural organizations. Just go to the concert, thrill to the Pines of Rome. You're going to thrill Amy to Beach, it. Shostakovich, Tchaikovsky. Good Lord. What, what more program. do you want? And then hashtag Rockford Mayor, put that on Instagram, and then we'll search hashtag Rockford Mayor. And we will promote you. And we'll say, wow, look at this civic leader. And all of your citizens will vote for you because you are a leader look, in the arts. It would mean the world to anyone at that symphony concert. I think they it would. would. The mayor was there. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, we I mean, mean it. You know, and in all fairness, maybe Mayor McNamara does go to the symphony when he went to San Bernardino the current mayor wasn't there but two former mayors two were former that's mayors. true yeah so we're that's not, true. We're San not Bernardino saying, cares yeah. San Bernardino civic leaders care about their orchestra they yep. really do yeah they know that they need their orchestra yeah. for yeah. that town now you don't tell me that Rockford doesn't need its orchestra and if you need it go support it yeah and we're not saying so here's the thing we're not saying, hey, you're not supporting it and you should. We're no. saying, if you are supporting it, show the world that you're supporting it. You can do that give, on the internet, on you, Instagram. You give the orchestra the advertising, you, yeah. you give yourself yeah. the advertising. It's important. It really is. Yeah. Just 
Oh man, my heart would feel so. The first. So we've been doing this uh, since <laughs> who's August. Who's going to be the first? Who's who going to be the think, first? Who do you think is going to be the first civic, real civic, sitting civic mayor to show up and go on Instagram and said, "I answer, We answered Classical Rebellion's call. I'm going to say Wichita. You think Wichita is going to come through? Wichita had a good response. Okay, we'll Wichita. See. We'll see. We're watching. Yeah. We're watching. Or, you know what? This is so. We're 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 under the gun for this because rock. This is the twenty sixth, and this concert is on the twenty eighth. So it could oh wow, be. it's Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. So this so. isn't. Yeah. So it could be Rockford. Rockford, if you do it, we're going to give you props. Yeah. You know Watch what? this space. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Follow us on Instagram. And hit the subscribe right. button. Hey, look, I want to say something. Maybe we'll use this for more than just this. Uh, one video. Okay. Uh, it's something I, I came up with today. Uh, not today, but it's been building for a while. So I work, I do outreach for the San Diego Mainly Mozart Festival. And uh, the marketing director sent me some uh, text and said, make this better ASAP. <laughs> 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 Which is like, it's, it's hilarious. I love working with him. He's great. We have a good time. Uh, but I'm a writer. I also, I've also written a thousand make, articles on classical music. Make this better, ASAP. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was about supporting uh, the Mainly Mozart Festival. And right. I was like, man, we got to do something better than just saying, hey, we, we have a great orchestra, because we do. Uh, more than, we've got to use the orchestra, we do. More than we do music and autism, we do those things. Absolutely. And those are important things. But it's the message the way we message it. And, and here's what kind of came through. Um, when you support a classical music organization, you're adding a rich and rewarding chapter to your life story. And you're also adding your voice to a story which has unfolded over the centuries, over hundreds of years. You're becoming in countries and cultures around the globe, you're adding your voice to this massive chorus of composers, performers, past patrons that, that, that echo through into the current concert you're at. The current concert on September 28th would not happen without that story being told up until this day. And it's our responsibility to continue telling that story. So the, what it boils down to is join the story. Yeah. So, so become a you. part of the classical, classical rebellion. rebellion. Da da dum bomb. <laughs>